Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Does Anyone Really Need to Hear This? Um, with me in the studio today is uh, a returning uh, superstar, Sarah. <laughs> Hi well, guys, welcome I'm a in. superstar. <laughs> and this week we're going to be doing our wrap up of week one of the NFL. Uh, no. <laughs> Considering I didn't watch any of the games. Week one. Um, actually, what we're going to be doing today, uh, the main brunt of our podcast is we're going to be talking about Stranger Things. Whoop. Um, and what I don't, you have probably haven't heard the most recent episode. So what I like to do now is have three kind of segments to give myself something to talk about. Okay. And it's uh, what am I watching? What am I listening to? What am I reading? So we okay. can spend the majority of this podcast on what am I watching. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but do you do you have anything for... Well, not reading. Don't rub it in. No, okay. But listening to, yeah, and it kind of relates to what we're watching. So. so you're listening to a lot of the OST of Stranger Things. Yeah. And the song The Greatest by Sia. I've been listening to yeah, that a lot. I just can't... like. I like the music, but her... Vocal inflection, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it. It's very put Affected. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't take that. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of uh, the Stranger Things uh, soundtrack. Some remixes of it. Mm-hmm. Some just you know '80s songs in general. Um, I thought you were gonna intro with a song from the soundtrack. I was surprised you didn't. Well, the uh, like I have two like tracks built into my podcasting app. As uh, my intro and outro. So if I wanted to play like something from Stranger Things, I'd have to play it through my phone into the uh, microphone. It won't sound as good. And you kind of want to keep with the other episodes, keep this. Yeah, I'm trying to maintain of... a modicum of professional, uh, <laughs> but it's not working because <laughs> we're recording into an uh, iPhone or an iPad <laughs> microphone. But anyways, uh, and what am I reading? Uh, I just started Christine, the Stephen King book. Um, so that's really good. And uh, haven't read any more uh, uh, comics, I think, since the last episode. So, yeah, I'm starting on Christine, and so far I like it. Is that about the car? The car, yeah. We watched the movie uh, Mm -hmm. they made of it a couple years ago, and I don't remember hating it, but I don't remember thinking it was great, uh, that great. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll probably watch it again once I finish reading the book. But I just remember the acting being kind of stink. It's a really old movie, right? It's from the 80s. I mean, the book was written in 83. It's set in the 70s, so maybe that's what you're thinking. And the car's from the 50s. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking, that it's a really old car. And uh, what am I watching? Before we get into Stranger Things, uh, I just watched, literally, uh, finished it a few minutes ago, the movie The Invitation, which was kind of like a buzzy movie from last year. Kind of thriller horror movie, which kind of let me down a little bit. And if you want a movie that's similar but better, and it's not that similar, but it's, you know, uh, it's a movie called You're Next, which mm-hmm. is, a, I think, a much better movie. I more fun. So. People act m- more like real people, mm-hmm. I think. Well, I'm watching Fear the Walking Dead. I'm sorry. And only for one reason. And his name is Nick Clark. And I got some good scenes last night with him. So there you go. All right. Well, let's let's get to our main discussion here, um, which is uh, the show Stranger Things, and we're going to talk all about all eight eps, all the mm-hmm. spoilers. So, and I would for real encourage you if you haven't watched it yet, don't don't spoil it because I mean, get somebody's Netflix, you know, log in and watch this thing. It's mm-hmm. seven and a half hours. You know, it's it, I watched it in one day. That was my entire Labor Day weekend was watching Stranger Things. So. Um, you know, you can kind of talk about how you know it came on your radar and and, and stuff, and I and I and I'll I'll start with it. Uh, it it only came out on Netflix like in July, in July. so it's only been around for a couple months. Mm-hmm. But it, pretty much as soon as it came out, you heard people talk about this new Netflix series that's a sci-fi horror thing in the same vein as. Stephen King and John Carpenter and Spielberg. Those are the three names that I heard the most thrown around. And it's got the 80s look and aesthetic and uh, soundtrack. And it's got kids like like Stephen King and Spielberg often does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I'm like, oh, okay, that's right up my alley. Like, I don't have Netflix. I don't know when I'll get it or how I'll be able to see this. But I, I want to give it a shot sometime. That was my attitude towards it. And then when I was about to dive in, I was a little bit worried. I was prepared to be the one who didn't like like the zeitgeisty thing. Because I'm trying not to be that person anymore who gets into every zeitgeisty thing. Like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, you know... Uh, uh, you know, playing a lot of these board games, popular board games now, or this, that, and the other thing. Pokemon Go. Pokemon <laughs> Like, I played it for a while. I, I gave up on it. It's, you know, it's. I don't hate the game. I don't think people should stop playing it, but, you know, I fell out of it. Um, mm. Beyonce's Lemonade. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I've never heard that song. It's a, the album. She put oh, it on it's title. It's a title exclusive. I mean, hey, you want to be a woman of the people, but you, it's a title exclusive. Um, I have no idea what that means. Title the streaming service. Anyways, uh, my point is never this. Heard of it. Okay. And I heard this same stuff, the the descriptors about the movie it follows, which was the buzzy horror movie from like two years ago. It's it feels eighties, it sounds eighties, it looks eighties. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like it's right up my alley. And I watched the movie and I was really let down by it. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was very good. I thought that once you stripped away the style, there was no substance. And so I was fully prepared in watching Stranger Things to have that same reaction. I didn't want to have it. It wasn't like I was going into this wanting to hate it. Like, I did that with Suicide Squad. I went to that movie mm. ready to hate it, and yeah. th- it delivered on every account. But um, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to hate Stranger Things, but I was kind of worried that that was the way it was going to go. But pretty much by the end of episode one, I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm into this. And, you know... Um, it's because of the characters. Like, it's mm-hmm. got the look and feel. It, 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 I love that. But without characters that you care about and want to see, you know, what happens to them, then all that style just kind of goes away. Um, oh, yeah. So talk about how you, you know, how you heard of it, why you wanted to watch it. Well, I started watching it before you did and, right. and had watched the whole thing before you did. But um, I kind of... Like, heard about it through media, but not quite as much as you do, because I think you're more on media. I'm media savvy, yeah. Definitely more than I am. So, I kind of saw a little bit of it from media, and then a friend of mine who has recommended a lot of good movies and television to me named Justin. What up, Justin? Shout out to Justin. Started watching it and told me, I think he had only watched like the first or second episode, first and second, and was like, you need to watch the show, like I highly recommend it. And I was like, okay, well, I'll watch it. And also, before I even watched the show, I saw a YouTube video that was on my recommended playlist. I don't know why. I think it was just like a really popular video that was getting a lot of views because everybody else was watching Stranger Things at this point. And, or had already watched the whole series. And it was a video of the actress who plays Eleven. I can't... Millie Bobby Brown. There you go. And it said like, Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown... You know, does a rap? To oh, she Nicki does Nicki Minaj's. Uh, she does Nicki's uh, "Bridge from Monster" by Kanye West. I don't know. Yeah. See, but so I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. I just like to see like celebrity, random celebrities, or like kids try to rap and see how they sound. She did so I clicked good. on it and I was like, okay, that's not bad. And I was like, she, you know, her character in the show. When I started watching the show, it was like a million miles different yeah. from the personality I saw from her on yeah. the video. So anyhow, but it, that that was kind of a, um, I was, um, uh, open, you know, I was exposed to a little bit of Stranger yeah, Things. I'm sorry. I was waiting for something to come out there. I was to a little bit of Stranger <laughs> Things before watching it. So anyhow, then I watched, over Labor Day weekend, I watched the first episode. And, I mean, I, I didn't watch them all in one sitting, but like two or three at a time. And then finally I just had to watch all of it. And, and you did this um, illegally through the uh, internet. Oh, um, Right. I wasn't gonna say uh, that. But well, yeah, hey. I, nobody's gonna yeah, get gonna me in trouble. Um, you I'm, should definitely rewatch it though on a on a big screen yes, sometime. I do and, really want to. I wanted to kind of rewatch it before we did this, but we didn't yeah, have time. So. And here's the thing: I, I'm I want to watch it again too. But I was talking about this to somebody at work the other day. If I rewatch it again, like within like in September, I'm gonna burn myself out on it. I need to wait till like October, November. Really? Because, I mean, I know I've only seen it once, but it's like rewatching a movie three times over because it's, you know, it's seven and a half hours. And that's the other thing I want to talk about is why it doesn't feel like TV to me. And that's why as another thing that lends me to liking it, you know. Mm. But anyways, my point is, yeah, you should definitely rewatch it on 
on a TV. There is something to be said for just having the screen right in front of your face, even though it's a small iPhone screen, right. and having headphones in your ears and watching it with the lights off. Because, like, mostly well, I yeah. would just lay in bed and watch it at night. That's how I watched the last two episodes. Okay. And those are arguably the two tensest ones, you know, because yeah. there's the confrontation with both the monster and the Hawkins science people. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I, that's when the, the the van flip happened. Was in episode in seven. seven. And so, like, I got to see that again on, yeah. on, a, on a big screen. And, yeah. and, you know, so, you know, we definitely want to rewatch it again before the season two comes out, which is sometime in 2017. <laughs> Please come soon. But, uh, you know, not s- soon enough that you rush it and don't make it good. Because I'm so worried. Oh, yeah, okay, so let's get into TV shows and why this was set up for me to enjoy and why I don't like TV to begin with. The format of this is it is an it, there's eight episodes about fifty minutes each, and they are uh, you can stream them all at once mm-hmm. on Netflix and that's how it was released. It, mm-hmm. You know, because you think about TV being on network or cable and it's an hour a week, mm-hmm. once a week, and you got to wait yada yada yada, mm-hmm. and there's like twenty two yeah. usually you, roughly. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, then you have shows on special networks like AMC and stuff where it's a shorter season. 16, like 20, but, okay. But way more than eight. And yeah. that's, and so TV shows, like, to me, it's like, that's, it's so easy to do something great and then ruin it the next season or have these three great episodes and have three dull ones and then three okay ones, like The Walking Dead often does. Am I right? Well, yeah, yeah, sometimes. But when you have this tight eight-episode season that the creators themselves said, we want it's you to view... be a movie. Yeah, we want we want you to view this as an eight-hour-long movie. Like, and that's how yeah. we filmed it. We didn't film it like a show. And they were, had filmed it... Originally, they were going to do it all as a movie and not... Like, everything was going to be tied up. All the loose ends were going to be tied up at the end. Like an anthology series. Yeah. Right? Because that's what a lot of people are expecting. That season season one is about this set of characters, like American Horror Story. Like, oh, that's no. what I'm like, talking before about. Before they knew it was going to be a season two, it was just going to be like a movie. That's what the uh, actor who played okay. Mike said. Okay. Finn Wolfhard or whatever. Right. But then a lot of people thought end. after season one, season two would be a whole another cast and plot. Which uh, they do with American Horror Story. And, right. and a lot of people kind of wanted that. And then... They wanted. They wish they had resolved things more in season one, so there wouldn't have to be a season two. But I think even if there was a resolution in one, which there kind of was, but then they open they open more doors. It's very right. obvious that they're going to make a season two, and they're going to have the same characters. And I'm pretty sure that's confirmed. Well, that's good. I my gosh, I hope so because it works for American Horror Story. But this show, the, the American Horror Story, there's not so much like emotional attachment to yeah. characters. I need to it's know what happens stylized. to these people. It's very stylized. Yeah. But the Stranger Things is different. You get yeah. really attached and to And I guess characters. if they hadn't, you know, quote-unquote, again, spoilers, if they hadn't quote-unquote killed Eleven, if, mm-hmm. you know, Will hadn't been having his, you know, visions and his vomiting the slugs, if it had been wrapped up in more of a bow, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been like, oh, I must know what happens next. But I also just, I want to see what these people do next. You right. know, I just want to see them, you know, eat their cereal and go to school on a normal day. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to see these characters mm-hmm. be. Definitely. I mean, yeah, some of the best moments of the show are just the downtime and not necessarily, like, the moving on of the plot, but just the characters yeah. interacting themselves. and. Right. The dad sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed dinner. your chicken, Ted. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> um, so yeah, that that it, it's uh, and and that's what makes me. I'm always forever going to be worried about season two until it t- turns out to be good, because mm-hmm. of the way shows can reel you in with an amazing season or an amazing stretch of episodes, and then completely be a dud mm-hmm. for a whole season or for a stretch like. Again, I hate to keep bringing up and bashing on The Walking Dead, but season one was like, oh my gosh, what are we into? This is awesome. And then season two, you know, had its hits and misses, but overall it was good. And then since then... Well, the thing about that show is there's... Sorry, I interrupted you. But every episode, it feels like they... It's a different director all the time. There's different directors and for this. For Stranger Things? Right, different writers, at least. Oh, really? Okay. But, it, it, but I, I agree just... that it all felt... 
like consistent. one one story and one person telling the same story. Right. I, I was actually kind of surprised. I'm like, oh, there's diff- different people. I thought maybe like the Duffer brothers wrote and directed everything, but yeah. no, they just created it. And they oh. had different writers and directors. Oh, okay. That's it. But I agree that it, it doesn't feel like that. Right. And that's how The Walking Dead feels sometimes. Yes. And, and not just that. There's so many other shows. If you think The Walking Dead is bad, oh, I could tell you so but, many like, more But that's my point. Like, that's why I don't want to watch TV anymore. Like, that's why maybe I've found the right format for me with TV is Netflix, Originals, or any kind of streaming services, original shows. Because I've heard... Um, there's a, another Netflix original called Bloodlines. And I've it's, heard of that. And it's got Kyle Chandler. It's got Ben Mendelsohn. It's mm. got... Uh, like a famous female actor. I don't know actor. who Ben Mendelsohn is. He's in... You do. He's in The Place Beyond the Pines. He's kind of like the guy that befriends Dane DeHaan. Oh, and yeah. And he's in a couple other things, too. Okay, I, and he's going to be him. the villain in the new Star Wars Rogue One movie. Oh. I think Ben Mendelsohn is, like, really good, and he needs hmm. to be in more stuff. But anyways, that's my point. Like, maybe I'll like that, because you can watch as many as you want, and it's... I think when you film things for a streaming site, it's not the same as filming for a TV station. And mm-hmm. I can't give you exact reasons why it feels like it's different, but it mm-hmm. just it feels like maybe there's less rules and. There's, well, for know. one thing, there's no commercial breaks, so they don't have to kind there's of. There's like, no planned commercial breaks, so they don't have to kind of like wrap up one little conversation before the commercial and then come back and like. I never even around thought that. of that. Yeah, I never, and and maybe that's why I got lost in Stranger Things because I'm like, oh yeah, this is a show. This isn't like a a film. Right. Like I'm like, oh, this is a show. It it just ended, but yeah. um, but yeah, okay. And the way they ended sense. each episode too, or started, was so different than how a lot of episode shows do. Like they would end on a really kind of random quiet moment and then start back up like in the next episode something that had ju- just been happening at the end of so it was yeah like or it, it could have been a, like a, a dramatic moment and then it picks up immediately again with that dramatic moment instead right. of having a start conclusion like i've said this before start climax conclusion from right. every episode like not to bash on your show psych but to me oh. that's what the show psych was oh but it was wash well, it rinse, worked. repeat it yeah, worked for what it was it was funny I mean, um yeah so i don't like i don't really know like if we want to like just go through, like, and talk about what happens in the show. We should probably talk about the ending well, and what we think things well, mean. Can we first talk about, like, just in as a whole, our initial reaction to the show and, like, if it exceeded or All right. didn't exceed our expectations, didn't meet our expectations? I am a man of hyperbole, okay? I, I, I always have been, I always will be, and that's probably hyperbole, too. <laughs> that's the best first season of a show I've ever seen. Yeah. It's better than The Walking Dead's first season. I'm sorry. And I'll tell you why. It's not... I, I'm also a recency bias person, okay? A recency bias? <laughs> and yeah. Everything that I've seen that is new <laughs> that I like is the best thing ever. That's just the way I am. I don't think that's ever going to change. But... Yeah. Did you see an episode in Stranger Things that was as lame as Vatos from season one of The Walking Dead? And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's the nursing home gang episode. Uh, yeah. No. I mean... That episode was boring. Yeah, point it blank. Was. The characters weren't interesting. It was a weird story to introduce. It was right a completely away. offshoot. Nothing happened in the episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that affected anything later. I don't right, think right. it was all this uncontained thing, was, and they yeah. often do that. Bottle yeah, type well, things. Oh, Z Nation is like that. Well, oh my gosh, it's the worst show ever. I don't know. I, another strike against show. TV for me. <laughs> um, so uh, when I finished this. And when I get into a thing, whatever it is, a book series, a comic book, a video game, a movie, you know, a show, I just go, well, that's a part of my life now. And you can't, like, you can't imagine, even though you just got into it, like, you know, a couple days ago, you can't imagine what you were like before you (laughs) knew about this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, like, Disney stuff, like, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And that, or like, you know, my my rekindling of love for Star Wars. Like... It's now like I'm okay. So there's my f- file folder for Star Wars Love. There's my file folder for Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, yada yada yada. And then here's a new file folder for Stranger mm-hmm. Things. And it's like, yeah, I I I absolutely love it. And another thing I get into when I get into a thing, a franchise, if you will, is I just take whatever they give me. I'm mm-hmm. not so critical that I well I think it should have gone this way or I think it should have gone that way. No, I do that with The Walking Dead. 
I grant you. <laughs> well, yeah. But that's because I am maybe a little bit more married to the comics in the way they go. But yeah. the point still stands is, like, with J.K. Rowling, like, well, she should have killed this person instead of that, or she should have gotten this person together with that person. Anyway, like, Tolkien fans complain about the adaptations of Lord of the Rings movies, too, like what didn't get put in and stuff like that. What? Well, that's a little bit different because it's an adaptation of, of, of a thing. But, yeah, well, I Harry Potter, you were just talking about Harry Potter. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about even her in the books. I'm talking about, like, they oh. wanted, she, they, they were mad that Joe, Co- Joe... J.K. We'll Rowling killed off this. Per- I know, but I'm not. I'm not her buddy. I'm not her friend. Well, whatever you can. And I'm not one of those losers who thinks I'm friends with her. Like the tweets are all the time. Okay. But by the way, J.K. Rowling, like, simmer down a little bit on Twitter, please. Anyway, have you? She, <laughs> no, I don't She thinks her. she's a world leader now. Oh, uh, really? She thinks she's like a guru. I'm like just. She probably got it from Emma Watson. She got. You wrote Harry Potter books. <laughs> no, let's not get into that. Yes, all women. Um, <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Um, about people you okay. Take, I take whatever take, they give me. Yeah, because yeah. it's like okay. And here's here's the root of all this, and this is gonna sound like I'm a nutter. <laughs> I I think of these things as that's the way they happen. I can't change history. <laughs> like that's you know that really that sucks, <laughs> but that's what happened. Like you know somebody like, like Benny really did have to die. Who Benny? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like and like it doesn't ruin the show that this thing went this way when you thought it should have gone this way. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. that's the show. Yeah. So, yeah. accept it or don't. Or, or just, or, you know... Well, you don't have any source material for this, right? So, you can't really complain about it should have been this way. That's the other thing. It's like, this the is their... Material. Yeah, this is their baby. This is their mind creation. Much yeah. the same way with J.K. Rowling. She could do whatever she wants with that universe and those characters. Right. Because she created it. Right. That, so, that's my thing. Like, And I haven't heard a ton of people saying things should have gone this way. No, what I'm seeing is, like, fan theories about what's going to happen next or who Eleven is and who the And that's kind of fun, kind but of at the same time, it's like, if your fan theory doesn't pay off, so be it. That, you know... Yeah, I mean, like, and I'm not, like... I'm really, really invested in the show, but I'm not a person to make fan theories, especially about science fiction stuff, because that's not my wheelhouse, and I'm yeah. not comfortable with, like putting all these lines together. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm the same way, too, because I don't know a ton about sci-fi. I mean, probably yeah. know a little bit more than you do, but I don't know what the tropes are. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't watch a lot of things. So yeah. I, when I glom onto a thing I love, I'm just going to take it all as gospel. Like, I'm not going to say, well, uh, that's what, like in the Harry Potter uh, Curse of Child thing, there's apparently a ton of fan fiction tropes in yeah. it. That she, that, well, guess what? That's your fault you losers, for writing fan fiction. I put my foot down. I'm done with fandoms. I'm done with headcanons. I'm done with fan fiction. I'm done with all you, you know, freaks and weirdos. Who, who like, literally... Gosh, she just dislikes so many people. The, the, your fandoms, okay? I'm not a part of the Harry Potter fandom. I'm a fan of Harry Potter, thank you. I have an arm's length fandom. I went on this rant the other day at work. I don't need, you know, I don't need to get... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm alienating. But what about, like, the YouTube videos of, like that are fan videos about couples on the show or just like the show in general. You've shown me a few videos and like I don't I don't I don't dislike them. Yeah. Because it's like it's typically just like a cool song with scenes from the show. You know? Right. Although I gotta say, yeah, it's mostly just like within the canon of the show. Although the other day I clicked on a Mike and Eleven fan video and it showed a few scenes of Mike and Eleven when they were kids. Or I mean like on the show, but then it they like the person had in their heads what they look like when they grew up and had scenes of two actors playing with them when they grew up. You want to guess who they were? Wait, is this from like another show or movie? Yeah, okay. like random movie and okay. show. And the, it, the two character, the two yes. actors weren't together in the shows. I know it, it's um, Andrew Garfield and Kira Knightley from Never Let Me Go. No, no, no. It, because they weren't in the same movie. It was like clips from separate movies of two different actors who I don't think have ever started mm-hmm. a movie I together. What is it? Well, the girl kind of... The girl, I could see the resemblance. Yeah. Alicia Vikander. Okay. Like, if you look at them, you can see the resemblances. She looks like a robot. They have similar coloring. The The man that played the oh uh, adult 11, Bill or H- adult oh, no. Mike. Bill Hader. No. Oh. Killian Murphy. Mm. I was like, well, I love Killian Murphy, have but I don't Have you seen the trailer for the new movie he's going to be in about... um. It's like a Scorsese or something. It's not Scorsese. I don't know. But it's like 
it seems like it's all going to happen in one locale, and it's a bunch of shooting, so I don't know if it does, looks very good, but it's, like, yeah. him and, like, Brie Larson and, like, some other person. I don't think I've seen that. Is he the main person no, in it? No, 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 no. Oh, pup. <laughs> um, Why did I... I don't understand. What? Brie is, like, the main character, and then there's, yeah. like, a main man. Um, oh, yeah, this is funny. I saw this video. Okay, so, but, like... Since there's children in this show, uh-huh. a lot of children love this, okay? Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I follow a few fan accounts on Instagram, and uh, they are ridiculous. And I think I got unfollowed, because <laughs> they're just like, they're like, tag Noah, you know, shop or snap or whatever in this, and <laughs> tag Millie Bobby Brown in this. Please, 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 they must notice me. And I'm like, oh stop terrorizing these children if you're age. And then I saw <laughs> this video sad. on YouTube, it was like, Real actors' names and ages of people. For, did you see that? Yeah, I watched that. Did you that. see that they said that Mr. Clark's actor was 29 yes. years old? <laughs> I remember that now. I'm like, wait so a said, minute. So I said, oh, no. I got to look this up. I got to do some research. But his name's not on the, online. So I don't know where they got that that man was 29. But that man is in there, his 40s. That, there's no way that guy's 29. I remember seeing that now. No offense to Mr. Clark's actor. I really wanted to find out how old Jonathan and like Steve and Nancy are. Because like, the kids, you could tell they're basically like 13-year-old kids. Which one was kids. the oldest one? It's... um. Uh, but Charlie Steve. Heat. Oh, no, Steve. Steve's like 24. He's 24. The Charlie guy that plays Heat Jonathan is 22, is, and she's 20? She's like 19 Just or 20. Just 20? Okay. She, um, but maybe, I think she's 20 and Barb is 19. Oh, yeah, yeah. Barb I heard Barb's 19. Barb. No, I just <laughs> saw, I just saw Steve's actor, which I can't say his name right now. He does like video, like he did vines and stuff. Yeah, I saw a Instagram right? video compilation of him. <laughs> yeah. And some of them are pretty funny, and others I'm like, okay, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swerve, girl. All right. Maybe you'll know this. Okay. What's the name of that place? And maybe you won't because you didn't watch with me and mom. In The Visit, you know how, like, when they're full on nuts and they're talking about going to this place? It's called, like, Something Alia. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh. Liberta- it's not Libertalia, mm-hmm. but it sounds like that. And it's not Centralia, because yeah, that's a ghost town in Pennsylvania. But I can't think of what it is, because I try to block that movie yeah. out of my head. Because, like, I got much. vibes from this, because, like, they're, it's like some death cult thing, and they're trying to kill them and themselves or whatever, to go because they believe in some hippie, yuppie ab- afterlife thing. But anyways, um... So, yeah, uh, back to... Uh, Your expectations and what... About the show and and how you res- you responded to it. That's what we were talking. Wow, about. <laughs> I know. Fifteen minutes ago. Into... Do you, okay. Do you have anything to say well, to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have too many expectations going into the show because I really didn't know at all what it was about. Like, I didn't even read the summary on IMDb, so I had no idea of what the plot was, and I just knew that it was a good show. Like, huh. I had heard it was a good show, and then. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I'm not a big, huge science fiction fan, so, like, I've never seen, I don't, I mean, like, I, what am I trying to say, like, a science fiction of aspect of it, I love it, but, and it was told in a way that the, that, that part of the story about, like, the underworld and stuff, mm-hmm. or the, with the flea and the act, it was explained in a way that I followed it and it didn't go over my head and I wasn't like okay this is boring like all the parts to me were interesting all the science fiction aspect was really really cool it's pop sci-fi for like everybody to like and understand so maybe for like a hardcore sci-fi head it might not be enough for you but to me the best kind of sci-fi and I interrupt you and you can finish your statement in a second no that's fine the best kind of sci-fi is when it's it's there to serve the plot and the characters. And mm-hmm. another example of that is mm-hmm. the movie About Time. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's, yeah. you know, it's a drama, but it has sci-fi elements. But yeah. you don't need to know all the rules and all the facts and all the figures. You mm-hmm. just know that time travel is possible. Mm-hmm. And that serves this beautiful story about this family, right? right and so right, to me, right. that's... The characters are really the, in the forefront. Yeah, the sci-fi is a little bit more important in this show. Mm-hmm. But, but it's the characters that are the most important. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. times, that's why I can't get into sci-fi or, you know, 80s sci-fi horror, is because the premise is, is all that matters, and the characters are throwaways. Mm-hmm. You just, you just like, invented these 1D characters, one direction, you know, one-dimensional <laughs> characters, so you can do this cool premise that you mm-hmm. have. But mm-hmm. your premise is only as good as the characters are interesting. I'm right. such a character guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, turn this up. Um, Anyhow, (laughs) but yeah, I mean the every aspect of the show, 
I just bought into it yeah. fully. And, and, and for good reason. I mean, the music is so just captivating to the story. It adds so much to the story, and I hate when people say, oh, I didn't even notice the music. I mean, I don't you know. You can't not notice about the music Stranger in Things. this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so much a part of the story, and there's so many parts, intense moments with characters where the music pumps in, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. It and, wouldn't have been nearly as good with a average TV show soundtrack. Because right. TV show soundtracks aren't remarkable. Like, I'm sure right. you could probably name me a few. Like, The Walking Dead has some good moments mm-hmm. uh, with Bear McCreary. But, yeah. like... You don't often think of wow that that track from that th- TV show, but <laughs> right, like you know right. the the kids track and biking to school and oh my gosh, and, and and the theme so song good. they're just like iconic and the theme song kicks in and you know I when I'm watching it on my phone and I can fast forward ahead and I guess you could do it on Netflix instant too you could fast forward ahead but you don't want to fast I, yeah. forward through the sound why would I ever because it that, just yeah. sets the tone plus when they show the name of the episode chapter four whatever yeah. you know the weirdo on maple street yeah or whatever chapter that was i think it was two and it like the the text Faded, comes at yeah. you it comes out you know fades into yeah. the and it's just so cool and like you were saying the characters and the acting i mean kid acting is hard to come by and oh, yeah. they found some great kid actors yeah. i'm s- as a whole all I'm, of them i'm a little worried for like some of these kids because like Ever since July 15th or whatever this came out, they've been told, you're part of, like, this best thing ever thing, and you guys are amazing. And, like, mm. that's got to screw up a kid's head. Like, I hope heads. somebody can keep them grounded and be right. like, yes, you're very good at what you do, but you're also 14 years old, <laughs> like, and you got tons of years ahead of you of acting, so, like, yeah. don't, don't think that the world, like, is yours now because you were in something mm-hmm. great at 14 and you were good in it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, honestly, like, everybody's good. All the kids are good. But mm-hmm. I can really see her blowing up, yeah, you know, yeah. as she, she grows older. And then Finn Wolfhard, too. You know? Mike and Eleven. The, Dustin and the characters, your actors who play Dustin and Lucas they're were very, really good. They're very good, but they're, they're, very good. they're side character actors. Like, yeah. Finn and Millie Bobby Brown, you can see them being leading roles at whatever age they're at, yeah. you know? They were, um, they were spectacular. And I'm so happy that Finn Wolfhard is in the, the It movie. Oh, yeah. He's going to be Richie Tozier. And uh, the reason I mentioned Bill Hader earlier is because people are doing their uh, dream casting for the, the older adults in It. And uh-huh. somebody said that Bill Hader should play the older version of Finn Wolfhard. I can they see They kind of look like each other, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, like, Richie Tozier is supposed to be, like, a funny guy. He grows up to be a comic. And Bill Hader's yeah. very funny. And, yeah. you know, Mike's funny. So yeah, um, that's a whole no, that's a whole other podcast you need to have with mom the the it podcast oh, with yeah. mom because I'm not as into well, it. as I you bet are. you you'll dig that movie when it comes. I'm out. sure I will. Yeah, I'm sure I will. And once you watch uh, Midnight Special sometime, oh, yeah, the, the boy from that. Midnight Special is playing the main character, Stuttering Bill Dendro, and he's oh. going to be he is going to kill it. I'm so I, excited. I, I want to see Midnight Special. It's very good. But yeah, and there's some Midnight Special vibes. Um, in this too, because mm-hmm. Midnight Special is a sci-fi film, but there is hardly any explanation of what's happening. Huh. It's just to tell this story in this fa- familial unit and Jalajan to like what's mm-hmm. happening to them. Like you don't get a ton of explanation. It just happens and you move on. Mm-hmm. And so it's about the characters and the way and mm-hmm. and it's outstanding. A lot of people yeah. didn't like it because there was a lot of questions with no answers. So, and I understand that if you need everything answered and put out in front of you, um, then you won't like it. But it's, to me, it's a movie about those characters and they're, they're amazing. I really liked it. Yeah, well, um, this is totally random because I was thinking about this while you were talking. Yeah. But it's so funny what different people get out of it, out of the show. Because I think if you are, even if you are a sci-fi fiend, you can get a lot out of it. If Did you, you say fiend? Fan. <laughs> Simon fan. He said fiend. Oh. <laughs> or, or fiend. <laughs> but that's fine. He did oh, shoot. Now you got me laughing. Sci-fi <laughs> fan. You can get a lot out of it. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're like me, who on the surface, just not a, you know, crazy sci-fi geek, I got a lot out of it. But like, for instance, I was texting my friend Justin again the other day. What up? And I was telling him that I was watching a bunch of fan videos about Stranger Things on YouTube. 
And he said, oh, did you find some funny ones? And there are funny ones out mm-hmm. there. Because there are so many funny moments in the show. But no, oh, well. I was zeroed in on the dramatic and the emotional connections between characters like Mike and Eleven, Jonathan and Nancy. I even looked for some Hopper and Joyce moments, which, of course, that's... Those are all romantic couples in my mind. I want Hopper and Joyce to be a romantic <laughs> couple at some point. Well, I don't see that but, happening, but... But just, like, there are so many Mike and Eleven fan videos, and the characters that play... The actors that play those characters are so... Like, they act like kids should act, but they also have this... So much maturity, especially her... And him, too. And, well, she doesn't yeah. act like kids should act. Cause, well, yeah, with the exception of her. A lot of times, these are like... In movies like this and Stand By Me and It, you're like, man, I wish kids were like this. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I w- and, and maybe they are, and we just... You know, you don't see them together in, in the French... You just see... you know, just, Most like, kids I wish, are like Troy or whatever. Yeah, I wish kids like, were like this... You know, Tommy and Carol. Had this much love for one another and this mm-hmm. much trust in one another. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And I, 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 again, like I said, I'm sure kids... Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, A, it's a small town. So... And they live close to each other. Yeah. And it's set in the 80s, so it's a more comfortable time period. Or it's less um, dangerous yeah, yeah. to be out. You just so bike around. Just out with each other. You're in, you're in Mike's outside. basement, and when you get home, you go, hey, I'm yeah. home. I was at Mike's. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, I guess that's what I was... That's the, there's, that's the only point I was going to make about yeah. why they're so close to each other. But there's a and wisdom. And there was so much less... There's a wisdom that, that a lot of these ki- kid characters have in Stranger Things and shows and movies mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. They're just like wise, and I know kids yeah. aren't that wise, but right, these are right, these right, are the right, way right. we want, you know, kids <laughs> to be and act. But yeah. they still seem human, mm-hmm. you know. They're not perfect. I mean, yeah, I mean, they get like, mad at each other Lucas and acts like a turd sometimes. Who does? Lucas. Lucas. But it makes sense. Like, yeah. why would all of them buy into this? Like, there's got to be a skeptic in there somewhere. And there's but this then, jealousy too because and jealousy they see because, Mike and yeah. Eleven and so well. once he sees proof in and is saved by this girl, you know, and, and it, she shows, it's real, I'm on your side. He's like, okay, you're right, I'm sorry for doubting you, like, mm-hmm. I'm in now. And, yeah. and so, yeah. And he, and like, the uh, forgiveness is such a big thing, and like, apologizing, like yeah. saying, admitting that you're wrong and saying I'm sorry. Yeah, like, like the whole thing with shaking the that. hand, like, he yeah. wouldn't shake his hand because it, they hadn't resolved it yet, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. that, well, that one part where they talk about making a, like a spit promise <laughs> oh, yeah. or whatever, and... <laughs> And Dustin in the background's wiping and Lucas yeah. spit off. Speaking of which, you mentioned fan videos. You might have even seen this one, but there was one that I know is in my history. Mm-hmm. I'll have to send it to you of oh, yeah. like funny moments from the or from Stranger Things. I don't think I've watched that, but um, yeah, because I've only watched a few of the funny ones. Mm-hmm. The one there's a kind of a, it's not really funny, but it's more of a lighthearted tone that I think I sent you last night with like Midnight the song Midnight City. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. But, yeah, and, and, and like, the girl that plays Eleven, now, obviously, she's not going to act, like I was saying earlier, that they act like real kids should act. She obviously doesn't because she's not, her situation is different than the other ones. But she is so good at conveying so much just through her face and Mm -hmm. the looks on her face and in her eyes and in the tone of her voice when she only says, like, one word, like, Mike or yes or no or you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, she does such a good job with that. And, like, the theme they use for her, Eleven's theme, that kind of almost sounds like a very sad lullaby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, it is heart-wrenching. What's interesting about that is, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think she's the best part of the show, hands down. Um, Whoopsies. <laughs> I'm trying to find that thing. I'll find it later. Okay. But I was, um, I listened to a podcast called The Slash Filmcast, and I saw a while ago when it first came out, they did this little, you know, 20, 30 minute discussion on Stranger Things. I'm like, oh, I like these guys. I like their opinions. Um, I want to hear what they say about Stranger Things. So I put it on and the guy I usually agree with the most, they all said, you know, that they like the show. And, and they're like way into movies and shows. They watch everything. So they're like mm-hmm. going to be critical of everything. They're, yeah. they're not going to say one thing is perfect. Whereas for me... Like I said, if I'm into something, it's blameless. I love everything about it. Yeah. Um, Until you don't like the walking dead. Until I don't like the walking But this guy that I agree with all the time said that he thought her performance was so 
I forget what he said because I turned it off. Because like I'm like, mecha- I, like robotic, he, mechanical. Yeah, like me- robotic. Like it didn't feel real. It felt like she was being directed every action to act a certain. You know, like this is what you must act like to show that you are Ooh. not in. And I'm like, wow. I disagree so much that I can't listen to this. So I, I deleted the episode. And yeah. I'm like one of those people who doesn't want, I'm like, I believe what I believe and I don't want you to tell me different. Like, I'm like, I have to be that person right now because yeah. I, I don't want to listen to these guys that I like and I, I value their opinions talk about Millie Bobby Brown in this way. And, and I'm, I, it was just the one dude and, and they, the other guys might have said, no, no, I disagree. I think she's yeah. great. But I'm like, nope, I can't do this. I can't listen to this right now. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that's, I just don't understand that at all because that's not the vibe I that's yeah not what I and it, it's not like oh yeah this is how, like you said this is how kids act but it's like I fully believed it, it mm-hmm. I, like I'm like I believe she was real and you know that she wasn't an actress doing these things yeah and maybe it's because yeah. you know I've never seen her or anything and and all this stuff but yeah I think she was captivating from the moment she was on the screen absolutely I mean and you could really just feel the pain she and the fear she felt whenever she was locked in the closet, or, or when like that was one of the best moments. Subtle for her. moments. And then when she when he came back and she had been in the closet. Well, she yeah, wasn't yeah, locked. Yeah, yeah. When he came, when Mike came back and she was t- crying, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And and she said, "Yes, promise." She gets promise. Yeah, Are you sure. Yeah, and uh, just yeah, I mean, really well done. That guy needs. That guy's wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like yeah, he, I, I like his every other thing he says, but that. But uh, but yeah. Well, what else? Well, what about the adult actor characters and actors? All right, we should talk a little bit about um, Winona Ryder because that's another kind of talking point. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people thought she was over the top, um, she, and and you can kind of talk about how uh, another thing he mentioned was the confrontation between her and Jonathan in the street after mm-hmm. the viewing at the morgue. Because he yeah. said, it's like, in a way, it's the show, well, I forget what he said, but it was like, it didn't, it didn't go well, for, he didn't like that scene very much, because the show was saying, alright, so, the boy's like, her son, Jonathan's like, we gotta move on, we gotta just be with each other and get through it as, like, a family, and, which is the way that you normally get through grief. And then her thing was, no, I will not grieve my son because I know he's not dead. Mm-hmm. And that's what crazy people talk like in real life. But in this show, he's not dead. She's right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in his mind, it was like the show, like, in a way, it's like, oh, you know, these these people in real life who don't want to accept that their loved ones are dead, this gives them hope. And I'm like, no, no, no. If you, if, if, if you get that from this scene, then you're not, you're not, you know, thinking right anyway. Because this, is, this one, is a show. Because in real life, it's nine out of a hundred. This is the one time out of a yeah. hundred. And the one you know time out of a hundred might be uh, the kid got hit by a car and we'll never find him again. Or, you know, it's not this kid got kidnapped by a freaking monster, right? So, yeah. so that's why I like that scene. And you said you thought it was a little uncomfortable, too. I felt like... I need to watch it again, but I felt like her line delivery, she was almost playing for laughs a little bit. Oh, I just I felt that, that way. Every other aspect, every other scene, and every other line she delivered in the show was great. I was really uh-huh. impressed by her, except for that one part. I just felt like she should have played it a little more emotionally as opposed to just going like, he's not dead, and like, well, just... I- my because jaw was me, on the, the floor during that scene, but may, maybe that was my reaction. Maybe what I need we'll to do it, it. As soon as know. we're done here, I'll, I'll call that specific scene up, and we can rewatch okay. it, and, and maybe even add a little addendum on this to, to <laughs> as our reaction after it. Yeah. But my memory of that scene was like, I'm like, this is awkward. You guys yeah. need to, you know, but I'm like, this is amazing. Like just watching him freaking out and her mm-hmm. freaking out, and people watching them. I'm like this is yeah. so uncomfortable, but like yeah. I was I was enwrapped, and I yeah, I think that overall, like you said, Winona Ryder, she didn't. Ha- a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people. I always say that when I bring up a criticism of something, I like go. A lot of people say this. Well, I say this. I saw <laughs> you like, sound like Chris Hardwick. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you guys just don't understand. This is how shows. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Kiss, um, kiss the feet of the show. Uh, yeah, why don't you just, Rose. you know, get on your knees in front of Kirkman. Um, <laughs> w- um, uh, w- uh, people were like, um, 
This is the way. It believe it, they. Yeah, that's how a person would act. But they, in that situation, is crazed and harried, which she did act. But mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought it was good. But they're like, oh, she never had any moment other than that. But I didn't believe that because she had moments with Jonathan where she was trying to comfort him when he was emotional. Yeah. yeah. And I love that they had this in here. She almost had this motherly love for Eleven when yes. she was helping them find Will. Their relationship was very beautiful because and sweet. Because I was Absolutely. a little bit worried that she was just being nice to Eleven because I'm just going to use this girl to help find my son, but she yeah. cared for her. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, if you get too scared, stop. Right. She, con- the, she was concerned for her well It was like, even if, even if it means we don't find Will, I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. She, that was, that was what she... Out, came out and her. And that was awesome to see yeah. her, her, her slide back into the motherly role because this girl, you know, she doesn't know her mother. So she that was, was very, very sensitive to Eleven, which was yeah, really sweet to see. I loved that. That's an aspect of the show I sometimes forget about, and I wanted to mention that their relationship was really sweet. Yeah. Almost like a mother-daughter type yeah. thing. But no... Mike does not want her to be... Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Mike, that's, <laughs> that's she his friend. Never mind. She can, they, you know, Winona Ryder can adopt her, yeah. and, and Will and, and Eleven can be brothers. But yeah, so adult characters, um, I, I mean, I don't really consider uh, Steve, Jonathan, Nancy to be adult characters, but... Well, you gotta kind of, you gotta kind of lump them in with the adult characters. Uh, yeah. Their yeah, story was, their story was really interesting yeah. to me, and I gotta say, I... I liked mm-hmm. Steve. There were moments I really liked Steve. Yeah, they it, you know? he he came around. He mm-hmm. and which was nice to see. And it, and he wasn't perfect. Nor was Jonathan. Nor was Nancy. They all did things that hurt other people or mm-hmm. w- wasn't cool, you know. But they all had a heart of like their heart was in the right place by the end. Like right. I, I don't know. You know. You don't know a lot about Steve, but you can see even from the very beginning, like when they were. Um, when she wanted to study, and mm-hmm. they kind of started making out a little bit, and she's like, no, no, let, let's, for real, let's study. And he yeah. picked up the cards and started giving her more study clues. So, yeah, he, he wanted to get to know her as a person, which is... Yeah, I mean, he was interested in her romantically, and mm-hmm. they romanticized, which, you know, <laughs> teens do, but, like, he was, yeah, he cared more about her than just her, her, her body. And he knew um, there was something different about her, and he, she was different than the typical girls he dated, and in and she could tell he was different than just any average douchebag. Like like Tommy. his buddy was his Tommy buddy named Carol. Tommy. Yeah, that's, those, that was, oh my gosh, those two can be monster fodder all day. Tommy looked like a his face looked like a like a butthole. butt or something. Yeah, it like, looked like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are these people popular? They're jerks. Yeah, and they're not even attractive. Steve was, like, Steve was kind was, of yeah, Steve, and I guess Carol was kind of pretty, kind of. Yeah, she she had a pretty face, but her attitude was, was ugly. Um, and Jonathan, like, I really wanted him, you know, to to, to be okay and mm-hmm. to find Will, but it's like, dude, stop taking pics. <laughs> you, you yeah, know? yeah, that was perfect. Like, what are you doing, that man? He knew it. He said he was, he apologized to Nancy, so yeah. that was good. Yeah, but I And still, he didn't do anything with the pictures. No. I was afraid... He was going to do something bad with him. I just didn't know what. Like, because well, it put him all can, over I school or guess. something. Oh, no. No, okay. no, I mean, like, something, make it public. <laughs> no, he wouldn't do that. I thought, yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's no, a bully. Yeah. That's a Tommy thing to do, not a, right, not a right. Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan would put him in his little trapper keeper and look at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, and, and so uh, um, I like I liked them. They seemed well-rounded. And, and Hopper, who's the other oh main gosh. adult character... I love Hopper. The best. Like, I love this dude. Hopper is freaking awesome. Funny. Very. Brave. Very brave. Very caring. And just to see him go from this guy who doesn't really care about much in the beginning of the show, you know. (laughs) Copy and contemplation flow. (laughs) And just, like, kind of just walking out onto the porch with any random chick and his pants Mm. undone, you know, smoking a ciggy. That scene is so... What he says in that scene is so good and so emotional. For him, it's one of my favorite lines that he says in the whole show. Okay. When he says, "Have you? do you ever feel cursed? And he says this is like the first murder in what, like 50 years or, the, or something. The first... Disappearance? S- missing child? Yeah, maybe it's missing child. Oh, and the murder thing was Benny. Because mm. it was before they mm-hmm. had found Will's body and thought he was murdered. First murder... Or no, first suicide. Because they still thought suicide, it was a suicide. Suicide, yes. And his... 
delivery of that line is so good because he just he he just feels like this downtrodden person who just that he's bringing all this or all this is happening because of him and it's so well done. What does he say when they find out about Benny? He goes, "No, this is different. Benny was a friend." Yeah. He's like, yeah. "This doesn't feel right. Benny was a friend or mm-hmm. or Benny was a good guy or a he, nice guy Benny or happy was, or something." You know? Benny was a friend of mine or something like that. Yeah, it's like this friend. is different from X and Y because mm-hmm. Benny was X and Y. And I forget what exactly what he said, but it was it was like, "Oh, that's a good mark." That's yeah. Good this the thing when he says, do you ever feel cursed? And she kind of acts all not like flipping about it. Like, oh. She just wants I, to go back to bed. She's like, when was the last time oh. somebody froze to death? Because she wants him to come back inside. And I'm like, you know what? He's trying to have a real moment here. <laughs> Stop being such a stupid little bitch. Yeah. But, yeah. And he's like, I mean, the way he plays off of his stupid sidekick. They're like, police yeah, officers that he works with are Doofuses. Talk about, like, clueless and skeptic, man. The way that they um, interview Nancy is oh, yeah. terrible. <laughs> like, you, it's awful. But even they had their I moments so bad for. when they were taking the statement from Troy's mom. He's like, I'm just trying to get a statement. She's like, there's that tone. There's that tone. <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, get this woman's statement and get her out of here. Or something. Yeah. He was great. Wait, did Hopper's Hopper great. say that? Hopper said that. Yeah. Now, okay, so... Uh, you know, let's theorize for a second here about about what's next for Hopper because mm-hmm. at, as soon as you know the monster is killed, right after that, Hopper gets into a dark car with two men in suits. That's the last we see of him before the epilogue. And then we, what we see of him is going out to those woods with that vent and putting some egos in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he knows something's up with L. Right? Do you think that that relates to him getting in that car? Possibly. I haven't really thought too hard about it, although I was having this converse, this conversation via text with my friend Justin because... Stop, Justin. I, stop saying that. I'm going to say it every time you mention it. He'll probably listen to this. What up, dude? But <laughs> I want to believe in my whole heart, whatever he's getting in that car for is not bad. Yeah. Like, good Hopper intentions. is good through and through. I can't, I can't see yeah. him being bad. If you make him bad, duffers... <laughs> Don't you do that yeah, to me. Screw it. If, I mean, if you make him bad, it better be so believable that I'm like, okay. I can, it better be something okay. like they promised to bring his daughter back yeah, to yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know or they've saying. got him. They got him and he can't help it. One of those kind of scenarios. Right, right. Yeah. He's a, maybe he's trying to protect the kids. They got some or dirt on him. Joyce, or they've, yeah, they're like, if you don't, uh, yeah, if you don't, yeah, well, they, they had a, something going on before the Previous events of the show. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that was. I how think about that how was about at freaking a bad point in both their lives? How about so, freaking Wani? And and what a great moment um, when he comes oh, when she confronts him about the money. Man, that was another great scene with Winona because he had that flyer. It's like wrongful oh. death, and it's like oh he's just here to get some money off of this. He doesn't care about his, oh, his life. Oh yeah. And then she throws she gets it in his face and says, like, get out. It, yeah. I just freaked out on it. And then when he comes, when Jonathan comes home and he, he's there, he's like, look, Jonathan, I just wanted to be here for you. And Jonathan oh. goes, oh, thank God you're here. <laughs> like this great sarcastic delivery. Yeah. Oh, man. It wasn't as, it wasn't as, you know, 100% sarcastic at that. But the look on his face is like, oh, thank God you're yeah. here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great line. Great line. Right oh, now. it's terrible what Lonnie says to Jonathan when Jonathan goes to visit him. And he says, you know, have you ever thought that, you, you know, oh, in, in, Oh, he basically blames Winona Ryder for for, for Will Will's missing. disappearance. Yeah, like, and I'm the one who you know who's. So the, you weren't even there, dude. You can't uh, even talk I mean, about like, you weren't even there. Just and like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I the one. I wanted Jonathan to stand up and defend the mom a little bit more. He he's he. I mean, he totally like disregarded what Lonnie said, but I kind of wish Jonathan had been like, shut up, don't talk about mom yeah. that way. Lonnie's like the only character on the show, other than the villains, who doesn't have like a single good thing about him, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, well, the, so the villains. Do you consider? I'm talking Tommy about Modine. Carol a villain. Well, yeah, I didn't even think of them. And they're just Troy. Dumb, they're just dumb kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess they're not like true villains. All right, we we are 54 minutes into this. Do, is there anything else like you really want to get out? Because I mean, I, I mean, we could like chit chat for hours, but I don't know <laughs> if it's going to be as hopefully as interesting as it has been. So. Well, just, like, I want to just talk about a couple scenes that stood out to me, okay. like, really, like, as I was watching the show. Well, for one, one of them was in the final episode, within the first five minutes, the um, Hawkins guy, 
whatever his name is. The 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 main dude. The main the, Hawkins What guy. is his name? Matthew Modine is his I actor. Mean, yeah. Anyhow, he is talking to Winona Ryder's character, and he's oh trying to act all innocent and like we want to help you find your son. She calls bull on it. It's like no, you just like you try to cover his his you try to cover up that he's missing or you tried you try yeah. to fake his death. All you care about is finding eleven. Right, and she goes. She tells him to go to H E Double Hockey Sticks, and he gets this look on her face, his face, like he puts his chin up in the air and makes his mouth go down this like angry frown thing, and uh-huh. it sent chills through my body. And then the next thing he said, like the they go to right to They're tasing, tasing uh, Hopper. Hopper. It's and just it's for like really a split powerful. second you think that he's about to like transform into some monster, <laughs> right? <Murray>. Yeah, <laughs> it creeped me out. I'm like sitting there like, whoa, it just sent chills through my body. It was yeah. just really an interesting Multiplying. scene and an interesting reaction to have. And like we were talking earlier about, this is totally random, but when um, Anna Ryder, people were complaining that she was like frenzied the whole episode and mm-hmm. like manic or the whole series, but... I don't know if this counts, but there were flashbacks of her interacting with Will where she was just, like, super laid back and chill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't and really count, but I was glad those were in there because you can see more of Will. Right. You know, and why people like him so much and, you know, why we want to save him so much. And, because like, he's a she's good kid. like, what were the drawings like when they found the, those drawings that Eleven did in this in her little cell in Hawkins? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how they compare to... Will's drawings are brilliant, like, you know, really good drawings. Yeah. She's like, not him. That's not him or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. I liked she her did a, lot. a really good job. There was so many, there, was, there are so many good scenes in that That scene, show. I mean, just, I've said this to you before, but her, I think her best moment is that episode where she strung up all the lights and oh she's sitting, gosh. like, sitting in that cubby hole with the ball of lights. And then yeah. when she, she's like, I figured out a way for you to talk to me. And she did the ABC. Which I was like, man, that's smart. I love that. that. Is I, really Like, cool. I wouldn't have thought of that. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. You know? And, like, that that was another really creepy moment with the, um, well, first when he said right here, that kind of just creeped me out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was just like, what do you mean right here? I don't see you. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, what should I do? How do I get to you? Right. That was creepy. Awesome. That's in chills. And the lights thing it was so cool the way the sound, just the sound that the lights made when they would click on yeah. as it was going down the hall. Just and that was that creepy too because so cool. like you're seeing the person walk through the house in the yeah. upside down with yeah. these lights and like well, that's creepy. Yeah. And Nancy and Jonathan and Steve see it and they're like, "That's not the monster. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's Hopper and, and Joyce. Yeah. Hopper and my mom. Yeah. Yep. It's so cool and weird. My gosh. Okay, I'm talking too much. <laughs> so do you have any other like moments like um, that, that you wanted to point out? Well, you you'll probably want to say this moment too, but when Eleven saves Mike from jumping into the quarry, and oh, she, he's lifted up in the air, and she's and that's one of the, the coolest moments I've seen in years on so cool. anything. I was I was um, laying in bed like yes, oh my god! I, I I was like I was like screw like whisper <laughs> screaming, you know how you do when you're trying to be quiet. I'm like whisper screaming, I'm like swearing. I was like yes, I was like, and, and then was, and when she flipped the thing, uh, oh, flipped the van the too, van. yeah, and then. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about Queen Bay when she makes Troy piss his pants? Excuse me. Whoa! <laughs> and then she, and then her nose starts bleeding, and she looks at Mike, gives him a half smile, yeah. wipes the nose, and twirls off. Yep. Yes, Slay Queen. <laughs> You know, another character, an, an actor who I got to give a little shout out to because I appreciated her moments, yeah. were, were uh, Mike and and Nancy's Mike, mother. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mike and Nancy's yeah. mother. Yeah. She really cared. You know, and mm-hmm. she had some moments where she was angry at her kids for the way they were acting because clearly Nancy was having sex and not telling her mother. <laughs> but she really did care and she really did want to be there for her kids and like want them to talk to her and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that showed. Yeah, a they lot. just seemed like real parents that, you know, they weren't all yeah. one way. And then the dad's like, oh, we would know if our son had a daughter. Yeah, yeah, had a girl in the the government. We should trust them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh they, they felt they felt like real, you know, people. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess we should wrap it up. We're Yeah, we're an hour strong. <laughs> I could hour. go on for another hour, like yeah. no joke. But now, aren't your like, legs getting sweaty? 
<laughs> no. Not really. Although there are lines on it from the wicker, this yeah. chair I'm sitting in. When I stand up, I'm going to look like I'm sweating. <laughs> All right, so um, that was our ep on Stranger Things. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and more importantly, I hope you enjoyed the, enjoy the show. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, when we talk to you. See you guys. This was fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you That's are- good. I'm leaving that in. Oh. <laughs> Is it still recording right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let it go through the, the end song. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I just I stopped <laughs> my fingers. Yeah, you did. All right, that's it. <laughs>